we do say, all hail King Jesus. He truly is our living hope today, is he not? Amen. Amen. Jesus, in his love for us, he's called us to do something rather simple, to follow him, to lay down seeking our own identity apart from him, and see who he is for us and in us. Jesus, in, in the book of John, we can see this. He makes seven claims about who he is that speak directly to what we need. And I want you to hear these things this morning in the answer of why we say, all hail King Jesus. First one is this. Jesus is the bread of life. In John 6, 35, he says, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus asks us to follow him because he is the only one who can sustain us. He is the only one who will fill us. He is the bread that was broken for us so we could all share in it. The second one is this. Jesus is the light of the world. In John 8, 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus asks us to follow him because there is no other way to light the path before us. We can choose to try and find our own way, but we cannot in darkness find it without him being the light for us. Jesus is the door. John 10, 9, he said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. We all come to Jesus. We all enter through what he has done for us. Jesus is the good shepherd. John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Jesus is asking us to follow him. And who better to follow than the one who's willing to lay down his life for us? One willing to put himself at risk for our well-being. Jesus is, like we just sang, the resurrection and the life, our living hope. John 11, 25 and 26, he said, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. While we have broken bodies today, and while some of us suffer through those ailments, and while we all suffer with those around us, loved ones and friends who will perish, we know that in Christ we are alive and we will be alive with him. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through is no other way. 
he says, come and follow me because he knows there's no other way for us to go. He is truth. He is life. Jesus is the vine. He says in John 15, 5, I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man or woman remains in me and I in him, they will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus is calling us to follow him. And those seven I am statements resonate who God said he was to Moses back in Exodus. I am who I am. That is who is leading you. And Jesus is that same I am. And what Jesus was looking for is disciples. And Jesus' call to discipleship is an all or nothing summons. It reaches into every single area of our lives. It involves giving him preeminence over the closest of our human relationships and over the desires that we have for our own lives. In short, it involves becoming his servant in the world and giving your life to that end. And paradoxically, we give up that which we cannot keep to gain what we cannot lose. Because if we don't, we lose it all in the end. Matthew 16, 24 to 26, Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wants to follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me will find it. For what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world yet loses his life? Or what will anyone give in exchange for his life? Jesus, a disciple is someone who is growing and they're growing in these things. They're growing in loving Jesus above all others. You see that in Luke 14, 25 to 33. It's someone who is growing and obeying the commandments of Jesus. You see that in John 14, 15. Someone who is growing and abiding in God's word. John 8, 31. Someone is growing and being, bearing spiritual fruit, John 15, 8. Someone is growing and sacrificially loving others, John 13, 25. Someone who's growing and serving a lost and broken world, Acts 1, 8. Someone who's empowered by the Holy Spirit, Acts 2, engaging in the spiritual gifts that God gives, 1 Corinthians. 12 and growing in practicing the spiritual disciplines that we've talked about this month to overcome the world, our flesh, and the devil. You see that in Matthew 4 1 to 11. Life Center, we live out these things not to earn anything with Jesus. Nothing you could do from that list will earn you any good grace with Him. We do those things to grow in our ability to rely on Jesus for the fullness of life that he offers. It's completely different. There's nothing you can do to earn the love that Jesus has for you. 
But there's everything that you can do to grow in your ability to rely on his sustaining power, his sustaining peace, his sustaining love for you. And as you practice those things that I mentioned, you grow in your ability to allow preeminence of him in your life. Because if you think that you have your heart full of Jesus, if you think you can contain all of who Jesus is in your heart, it's going to take you the rest of eternity to realize there's still so much more of him that you have yet to experience. The apostle uh, Paul, when he was young, he talked about his humility before God. And when he was a little bit older, he realized how much more humble he he needed to be before God. And before he died, he considered himself the worst of all sinners. Now, some would consider what he went through and what he was saying as like, what happened? That he went from thinking that he was all right with God to thinking he was the worst of all sinners. What did he realize? He realized his absolute and utter need to fully rely on Jesus for everything. For everything. The more he stripped away all the pharisaical teaching that he had he had, had ingrained in him, the more he allowed that to move away so that Jesus could take over. He realized his position in Christ, that Jesus was everything. Life Center, our call and our response to God is this. This is our prayer today of declaration before God. Jesus we commit as followers of you to love you above all things, to obey you when you speak to us in our character, in our attitudes, in our actions. We abide in you as the word. We will seek for your fruit to be evident in our lives, allowing you to prune us to see that harvest. We commit to equating love with you, with love for others, serving all in this lost and broken world. We commit to allowing your spirit to empower for your glory, not ours. We commit to seeking and using the gifts of your spirit freely given to us. And we commit to the spiritual disciplines that enable us to live this out in humility, weakness, vulnerability, but closeness to you. Jesus, we desire to be your disciples. So we say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, Jesus. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, and yours is the glory forever. church. Today we take a step declaring who God is in our lives and for our lives, declaring that we want to follow him. And as we take that 
natural step. We allow the Holy Spirit to take that supernatural step in our lives and in our church.